Welcome everyone. I get many questions in relation to the future in the Akashic Records. Sometimes people ask me, am I meant to have someone in my life? Is there someone out there for me? For example, they went through a breakup or they find themselves lonely and they want to know, well, is, is their soulmate somewhere written in my Akashic Records? Someone asked me recently, well, we talk about the spiritual aspect of stuff, but what about the practical aspects? What about children, family, work? You know, what can we find in the Akashic Records? Um, I even had a couple of clients ask me how long... Uh, am I going to live? Like, how much I have left, basically. Um, and um, what, what is the situation with the Akashic Records on this? What about practical aspects? You know, do we have our life's book written out and predestined, you know, pre-planned? And these are all valid questions, so I wanted to give you my perspective on what we can and what we cannot find in the Akashic Records. Um, and ultimately, I mean, the basic issue here is that the Akashic Records are a field, a subtle energy field. Um, it's literally like um, a cover around our planet, a field that has such a fine energy, uh, fine structure, that it responds to and records the important events that happened in our life. The important events. Um, and it also has a time lag of a few days. Uh, so sometimes we can use that to maybe minimize the significance of an event or to change a future outcome. For example, if you did something that you regretted, there are ways of amending it and uh, transforming the way it is written down in the Akashic Records. And this, the Akashic Records as such, this field, does exactly that. It records information, it is impartial. Um, and in relation to the future, it's a different aspect. It's not the Akashic Records as such. The future is not written down in the Akashic Records because it hasn't happened yet from our perspective. Now, this is where it gets interesting because the nature of the field of the records is actually beyond time and space. So from the higher perspective, um, we have past, future and present all in one, in somewhere where time does not exist. But in practical terms, what this means for us is that um, the future is pliable, the future can change its course. Um, what is true is as souls, we make choices. We make a, a choice before we incarnate, uh, we decide uh, what type of family, for example, we're going to be born in. 
So we want to either learn a particular lesson or we want to help and uh, transform some issues uh, that we connect with through the family lineage. So then uh, we choose a family and a particular genetic makeup to be born into. Um, something that is going to help us with our life mission and also with our call uh, was what we want to was what we want to come and heal and transform and change. We choose the most significant meetings or events in our life. So for example, we make agreements with certain souls that we are going to get married and thus help each other or challenge each other uh, for a certain time um, that I am going to go to a particular university, for example, or have a particular job that uh, is going to be significant for me, uh, that there are going to be people in my life uh, that I will meet so the important friends, relatives, um, soulmates, in the sense that they're people with whom you have a soul connection and maybe shared some past lives, right? Um, we choose countries, of course, that we are going to live in. And um, so these important events, um, important soul contracts especially, we choose and sometimes those choices are not necessarily in alignment with the highest good but we choose them based on the baggage that our soul carries so we try sometimes to resolve a particular karma for many lifetimes and we don't succeed because other people make their own choices and even though we have a soul contract we are free to the point where we can refuse to work on it there is always a highest possible outcome and the lowest possible outcome, let's say. So at any given point in time, we can choose to say no. Even though um, we have a soul agreement, for example, to learn lessons such as compassion, kindness, self-love, we may be eager to learn the lesson, but the other party, the other soul, uh, when they are in a human body with their human limitations, with uh, life challenges, um, with their own issues, and they may be completely oblivious to the spirit world at this point in time, they can make a choice to completely shut it down, right? And not to work on that lesson. So while we are working on our spiritual development, uh, the other person that we have a contract with in this lifetime, they don't want to. And we see that very often in um, soul connections in romantic relationships, right? Because one is more awake than the other and one person says, well, I want to be with you, you are the love of my life and the other one doesn't want to hear anything about it because to open yourself up to this kind of energy is terrifying and scary and I don't want it and I want calm and peace and safety in my life so in this lifetime I choose not to engage with you and that is again individual choice we are 
free in terms of choosing how we respond to any given situation. While those situations and meetings are pre-written, in a sense, pre-chosen, and if you want to say pre, predetermined or predestined or preordained, our response to them is still entirely up to us. You know, for example, in a situation of a natural disaster, uh, when something happens, you always see people who fall into panic, people who get angry, people who see the good in everything despite what is going on, people who choose to help. So it's the same thing. It is a response based on uh, character, based on the qualities you have acquired, good or bad, based on your life experience, based on your spiritual uh, weight, spiritual potential, right? Spiritual stamina. So some people react in a productive way, some people react in an unproductive way, etc. So that's where the, these choices come in. So when and where I'm leading this to, it's a, getting to be a very philosophical discussion, but uh, where I'm going with this is that in the Akashic Records, we don't actually have a pre-written future. There is no one, it's not like going to um, a psychic, uh, a palm reader or an astrologer uh, and being told, well, you know, there is this house and this conjunction and there is that and so you are going to have three children and you are going to be divorced by the age of 40, for example. Um, that is a different reality. But this being said, um, my teacher was sharing just the other day that his master, his teacher, um, when an astrologer looked at his chart, he was horrified and said, well, here I see a man uh, for whom everything goes wrong because everything was in opposition, everything was in the negative. I would say, what horrible bad luck, because everything was a challenge. So you could, from looking at his chart, you would see that this man has the worst karma imaginable, so he's just not going to have anything good in his life. And yet, in reality, this man was a great teacher and a saint uh, in his tradition, and uh, he's still teaching uh, many people, even though he passed away. So he transcended, and not just transcended, but he worked through those negative um, starting points, what was in the stars, and he transmuted them into something higher, becoming a teacher for thousands of people and a healer and a transformer of lives himself. So these questions from the highest perspective, how, you know, how many children am I supposed to have? Is there a soulmate out there for me? Am I cursed? Do I have a bad karma so that I never meet someone? Is there um, something written that I can never have a productive job? Is there a karma about my finances, etc., etc.? We ask them out from a victim mentality where 
you know, there is this big guy up in the sky or there is this book of Akashic Records or there is uh, karma and gods and stars and Mercury in this place and Saturn in that place and uh, Mercury retrograde always destroys everything, etc., etc. So we, we sit in this victim position thinking that we cannot do anything, that everything is preordained and so the Akashic Records must say that I am the most unlucky person in the world because in this lifetime I'm never going to be happy. And that is simply not true because even in astrology and in uh, um, palmistry and, you know, other of those predictive um, fields of, you know, esoteric knowledge, uh, there is... There is always the opportunity to look the other way, to go in the other direction, to transmute the negative influences, acknowledging them. It's not that we ignore the fact that, okay, I am my um, romantic life, for example, is uh, not particularly good, right? And the result of it is growing up uh, in childhood. Maybe I have some wounding in relation to... Uh, being wanted and loved, so I'm not allowing this in my life. Uh, there is also the influences of uh, of my soul, of my birth. For example, I have a soulmate that chose to incarnate with me, but he refuses to work on himself, so there is no future for our relationship. Uh, so what am I going to do? I don't want to be with anyone else. These are all very valid issues. I, for example, I grew up in a poor country, right? And so I have this poverty mentality that I have to work and transform for the rest of my life to clear it and transmute it. So, of course, there are issues and lessons and uh, things that we come into this life with, but the call from the soul perspective is to transmute them and to rise above them. Uh, whereas many, if not most of us, actually come to the Akashic Records, to the, this field of um, psychic development, intuitive development, with a victim mentality. I want to be told what to do right? The, something is against me, so I want to know how many horrible things I did in my past life f to suffer like this now. Um, in 99% of the cases, that's actually not the issue at all. Uh, pain is often the last resort at which our, with which our soul screams at us to change when we, you know, avoided it for a very long time. But that's not how we see it from our perspective. And most of us come to, to the records, to the intuitive field with a, a, a real victim mentality that, you know, there is someone up there uh, going to punish us, whether it's God or Akashic Records or karma or our own soul. But there is this victimhood and that's, that's the core of it, the gist of it. And of course, you can't choose, for example, if you were born in, um, in a rich family. Um, well, you can choose to be poor, of course, but you cannot choose away certain um, qualities, certain life experience, prerequisites, privileges, if you like. You cannot 
choose to be someone else. And yet many people do that, right? They change their names, they change the countries, they change citizenships. And very often there is also a denial there because I want to be someone else. I want to be someone that I'm not. And I know I had it for a very long time since growing up. I didn't like my family. I didn't like the country I was living in, the people that I was surrounded with. And so I wanted to be someone else. Um, but there is also a denial in it because we also need to acknowledge who we are first before that transformation is complete. So there came also a time in my life when I came back to the place where I was born, to the streets that I walked and learned how to love them, acknowledged them in my heart that it was actually me and a very important part of me. And there was an important reason why I was there. And, uh, in a sense, this transforms the past and transforms the future. So, <clears throat> back to what we can receive from the Akashic Records, it's actually not a book set in stone. It's actually not, it's just a field that records every important event in our lives. And the unimportant events, such as what I had for breakfast or what color shirt I was wearing yesterday, they're not recorded. Unbelievably, someone even asked me that. Uh, well, you can tell me what, <laughs> what the conversation was about when I met her um, one week ago. And, uh, but we're not in a circus and we're not, you know, in a competition which... Uh, how many details I can fish out about you to do what to impress you. The point of going to the Akashic Records, to connecting with them, is so that we can connect with our souls, with the deepest essence of who we are. Not from the lower level of the personality or the ego, but from the higher dimensional level, where things look a little bit differently and where things don't have time. So the past and the present and the future, they exist for ourselves. But from a higher reality, then we have to translate it into our existence, of course. But from the higher perspective, these things are, they look different, they are different. So we make um, agreements, but we also choose how to respond to these agreements, how to respond to the situations in our life. Um, this being said, yes, of course, um, there are certain uh, prerequisites, certain outcomes that are certain. We don't get information such as, um, um, you know, how long am I going to live or what is the path like for me for, for the next uh, two years, how many bumps am I going to have, how many financial problems will I have in the course of the next three years, for example. We don't get this information from the Akashic Records as such. We get it from the information field, yes, and we get it uh, from tuning in to certain um, frequencies. So it's, it is possible to receive this kind of information. Um, but again, we can mitigate it and we can change if we see that there is a, 
a certain problem ahead, that there is going to be a serious health issue, for example, in the next year. We can even tune into this and see uh, what type of an issue it is going to be, and we can try to adjust it. But that is a field that's a little bit um, unrelated to an Akashic Record reading as such in the framework that I'm doing it, because it's not actually uh, from the records, it's um, from energy channels uh, that um, we work with, that we engage with um, on the planetary level as well. Um, but again, the only use this information has is if we, can, if we are able to do something with it, if it is helpful, right? There is no point being a victim. So very often um, our guides will not reveal information to us that is useless, to put it like this. We can only receive what we are able to work with. Um, programming ourselves into more of a victim consciousness is not going to do any good. So, and sometimes that's what happens uh, with, you know, certain types of readings, um, certain practitioners, that um, there is, in a way, a certain programming of a victim consciousness that, oh, you know, you are... Um, you're going to get divorced uh, by the age of 40 and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so this field of predicting the future, it's a complex science and an easy science in the same um, package. But from the Akashic Records perspective, where time does not exist, we have a choice at any given moment. Of course, some choices are more likely, some are less likely. But when we start working on ourselves, when we start clearing the energies, we can also shift completely those prerequisites that we came in with. And we can change the course of our lives, the course of our future, uh, how many children we're going to have, how, what types of, of jobs we're going to do, etc. But that requires work and that does not happen overnight. That requires deep inner work, inner transformation. So it's a life's work. Um, and there is no magic wand to fix it, of course. Um, but in terms of prerequisites and soul contracts that we come here with, yes, that's uh, what the Akashic Records can and do show us. So we can know what types of limitations are there and what types of limitations we have that, you know, prevent us from uh, changing or transforming or getting, you know, a life that we want. And um, I think I'm going to leave you with that um, and encourage um, to keep on the spiritual path and having a spiritual practice of your own, no matter how difficult it is sometimes, um, because ultimately that is the only way of transmuting and transforming what we have and aligning with our true perspective, with our true essence of who we are.
And of course, if you need an Akashic Record reading or if there are burning questions that you are sitting with and want to know how to work around a particular situation, a particular block in your life, uh, you are always welcome to contact me at uh, uh, healing-radiance.com. Um, and uh, until next time, I wish you all the blessings and much love.